Welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I am Tom Takar, of course, the Slumdog Thousandaire. <laughs> and I am joined by the Prince of Snarkness, Tommy McNamara. How you doing, pal? Why'd you just roast yourself? <laughs> That's what I say on the radio. It's carrying it? over. I Supposedly, we're going to find out. I mean, this will have already come out, so this is dumb of me to promote. Supposedly, this Monday and Tuesday on You Up, I will be alone. <laughs> I mean, I'll have guests, but no Nikki, so it's going to be a... Very weird, you up with Nikki Glazer without Nikki Glazer. I think you should have a full meltdown. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> just, a good plan. And just be like, you got to do the network thing and be like, I'm mad as hell. And I'm not going to take it anymore. Yeah, I'm going to get really political uh, for sure. I'm going to like start crying on air that I can't do, do it without Nikki. <laughs> Where's Nikki? I'm not up. <laughs> I'm down. We have a special guest today. We do. He's got an album coming out. Yeah. September oh, 28th. Shit. September 28th. Right. Clark Jones. Yeah, a.k.a. DJ 106 and Clark. DJ 106 Oh, I love it. Clark. Hell yeah. And I'm Tommy the Big Boy. <laughs> oh, man. No, you're Tom, Prince of Snarkness. Tom, Tommy just woke up, so he's, uh, <laughs> he's riffing and, and, you know, it improv one for himself is, is, hopefully for us is better, but coming up with the name for himself was a challenge. Uh, it, uh, no, he's the Prince of Snarkness. He did wake up. It is uh, 1 p.m. right now. Yeah. He just rolled out of bed and onto microphone. I was hanging out with the star of Freddy Got Fingered. That's right. Uh, Rip Torn. Yeah. <laughs> Freddy Got Fingered, underrated film, in Great my movie. opinion. I love that movie. I think it gets a lot of shit. I think it holds up. I watched it not that... Stealing Harvard, too, I like. I've never seen Stealing Harvard. Oh, Stealing Harvard has some great scenes. If you haven't seen it, it's about... Uh, What's his name? Jason Lee? or is it? I can't remember the guy's name, but he's like in all oh, the... Oh, yeah. For My Name is Earl? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim and Tom. I'm a skateboarder, Jason Lee. That's Ooh, Tony he's, <laughs> he's a god in the skateboard community. Yeah. People don't know that. Yeah. He's yeah. Huh. He's on he's on skate. The first skate on uh, Xbox, I think. Ooh. Oh. Well, Tommy is a devil in the rollerblading community. Oh, man. <laughs> he's a, he's a <laughs> he's, speed demon. He's the MGK of uh, rollerblading. He's a, he's a blade demon. We got a lot to cover today. I want to talk about... I, how, was, uh, how, how was your experience opening for Tom Green last great, night? It was great, man. Really cool dude. Super funny. I got to meet Andy Milonakis. It was oh, the best my night God. <laughs> that's so huge. I love that it's like an MTV reunion. It really was, yeah. Who else could show up? Like uh, the people from Laguna Beach. Like Puck was there. <laughs> the Nerdist. <laughs> no, he don't. What if he did a guest spot? Would oh, you man. still go up? I mean, I, I'm hosting. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah hosts don't host. have integrity. That's yeah. True. That's, host, the, that's the loophole. Work, ho, right. Hosts work for the crowd, man. Yeah, we don't work right. for the venue. I'm here to entertain y'all. Uh, they gave me a piece of paper with names on it, and I'm going to just read it, dog. Dude, I had a show once with this guy out in uh, – I, I don't even want to say where it was because I don't want to give too many details, but he was hosting – and me and the other comics were kind of like hitting it off, like do riffing and stuff. And then he came in and he could tell, I think he could tell we didn't like his act. And he goes, well, I'm like the host, so, you know, I can just go up there and hack it up and nobody cares. Yeah. We're like, That's not a rule. Like, you know, it's just going to be a hacky because you're horrible hosting. way to start the show. <laughs> not with that energy. So. Yeah. Um, I was just, I was in Philadelphia. Eh, I don't want to say where I, I, I said where <laughs> I was. You're just going to get more and more specific. I, like, I, did, a, I did a show that uh, I was not super psyched. With where it's like I don't like when you do shows where there's like twelve comics who go on before you and then you're doing a long set. You know? That's weird. 
Yeah, it's you're headlining. Energy to change. No, I'm going last. Yeah, exactly. And like you're supposed to do like thirty to forty five or whatever, and everybody else is doing fifteen. And you're like, man, this show's been an hour and a half long before I even go up. That's People brutal. are tired. It's like in those situations. I know this isn't a comedy podcast. Oh, this but, is a comedy podcast. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, it's weird. Like those type of situations, I almost have to just do crowd work for the first ten. 15 just so they can see my brand of comedy sure and and to just not you know because so many topics have been covered and comedy audiences are so weird in that or any audience is like they're programmed like all right he's right at the 15 minute mark this is when we are expecting him to wrap up and you're kind of programmed Uh, six or seven of those they get into that absolutely yeah so like I almost have to do break all the comedy rules to start, um, just so they just to take them out of that uh, yeah that mode or that hypnotized kind yeah. of state. That uh-huh. they're in. Yeah, that's true. So it they is. don't know when I'm finishing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was a mic somebody used to run, and they would he he would he would let people go as long as they wanted to. I'm like, that's not what. That's not. I mean, like you know, that had to have been short lived. <laughs> yeah. This was in Chicago. This is like his second year. I can say his name. That's cause, truly cause he's hell. doing well. Now. It was Dave Hellum who writes <laughs> who writes Davey for Rail. Yeah, Davey Boy Hellum. Oh, he he's, writes on Rail. I didn't know he that. He writes on oh, Rail nice. now. Yeah, congratulations. Congrats. And uh, <laughs> he's not, he, uh, he used he to run a mic. It was just like, yo, you gotta time people because the crowd don't know what the fuck. <laughs> To expect. Also, unlimited time is like perfect storm for insane people to show up and just unlimited never time show up. at a open mic. Are That's you crazy? crazy? <laughs> That's the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. I would quit. I'm comedy so glad as a host. Yeah, that was that was that's, that, that was that was really really really. Dude, yeah. One time I did forty. What he did forty. Here's the here's the problem. That's crazy. if you're at open mic and you getting you doing forty and you working out a bunch of new shit. But you're doing your club A material yeah, at an open mic, and you won't stop. You won't stop performing. Like, why won't you stop? You All know right. these jokes work. Yeah. All right. We'll say who it is. It was Dave Hellum. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Hellum was, was headlining his own was open Dave mic. Helm. <laughs> he just wants to work out some shit <laughs> that he knows works. Um, weird. <laughs> we, uh, we are here today. We are gathered here today <laughs> to beloved. talk about <laughs> a little band called N-E-R-D. No one ever really dies. That's true. That is actually true. No, it's that not. Is. <laughs> that is scientifically true. It is up for debate. <laughs> now, we should uh, we should cover some shit. And, uh, and w- first of all, we're doing N-E-R-D today. We were supposed to do N-E-R-D before. Really? Yeah, Rob yeah Hayes, with yeah. Rob Hayes. And we realized shortly before, not enough people hate them. Here's, but, the, here's the thing. Here's yeah. what I'm here to do. Yes. A lot of people come on the show and try to convince... We'll talk about how a generally accepted bad artist or band is good Mm -hmm. or Uh acceptable. I'm saying this band should be in everybody's top five. Oh, okay. That's fair. I like that. I'm upping it from as far as like, because when I say when people do top five lists and they talk about the best ever, I'm talking about impact, right? Talent and song making, all that is a given. Obviously, if you got somebody in the top five, they make good songs. Uh So my my litmus test is impact and who they inspired and how they changed uh, music or whatever genre that they're in. All right. Like us with podcasting? What's that? Like us with podcasting? Yeah, exactly. We changed the way people Yeah. Yeah, no, cereal no, wouldn't exist without us. No, no two men have ever co-hosted a podcast. <laughs> I, I will say, <laughs> we actually did figure out who killed uh, Heyman Lee. 
It was Tommy. No, it was Dave Helm. Oh, it was at his open mic while that dude was doing 40. Dave Helm was murdering. He had the perfect album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Do as long as you want. I'm going to be in the back. And the open mic was in a Best Buy parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these things lining up, man. Oh, man. Green Day. This is your top five? The Beatles. Parliament Funkadelic. Okay. This is N-E-R-D. Okay. And number five. Yeah, is, you really put yourself in a corner Are, are the Jackson 5 a band? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then the, and the Jackson 5. All right. Over Michael. Are you saying bands? Not You're not including individual artists. I'm just saying as a collective. I see. The collective talent okay. and impact of the members and their music. That's that's my top five. It is very funny to put Green Day before the Beatles. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't so in order. It was in order. I put everybody before the Jackson Five, which is crazy. <laughs> but no, just the top five: the Beatles, N.E.R.D., Green Day, uh, Jackson Five, and I named one more. I want to I want to play the songs throughout while we're doing it this time instead of yeah, waiting that's the a good end. idea. Let's start with I think a, a lot of people don't know N.E.R.D. You know, that's the problem. Yeah. Anybody right. who hears them is like, oh, this man is great, but they be, I mean, Pharrell shines so bright that right. people don't even know that this uh, this band has put out what six albums? Yeah, six albums. People know the production, but they this is you have a, a band, uh, Shay, Pharrell, and Chad. None of those are white guys. There's, uh-huh. there's a Filipino guy, a black dude. Oh, a Filipino guy and two black dudes. Yeah, Pharrell kind of sounds like Pharaoh, so that kind of makes sense. But Pharaoh, <laughs> Shay and Chad, is delicious. By the way, oh man, I'm all in on Pharaoh. You ever had a Pharaoh Dos cake? Doros, oh, baby, it's the best. I eat Pharaoh four days a week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna start with my favorite song, by okay? D, which is "Everyone Knows." All the girls standing mm. in the line for the bathroom. All the girls standing in the line for the bathroom. All the girls standing in the All the girls standing in the All the girls standing in the line for the bathroom. Yeah. You know, it's been a minute since um, we expressed ourselves. It takes a lot of courage to say this, but um, I see sounds. Your girls are going out tonight. Y'all been planning this all be right. You got something boys can't deny. Here's a hand. It's like apple pie. Cut you open and you're just wired. You ain't tired. You want to cause a riot. Who can say no to you? Wait this is, this is amazing. The remix is even with Lupe, Pusha T, and Kanye. Uh, I never heard that. You never heard the remix? No. The remix is the record. Oh. The remix is the record. Have you ever had uh, Kanye starts it off? Because Kanye, Lupe, and Pharrell was supposed to start... A group, uh-huh. uh, SLR, I think it was something like that. But yeah, uh, yeah those three, they, they were supposed to do an album together, and it just never happened. Damn. And this is like 2006, Kanye, Pharrell, and Lupe, uh-huh. where they Let's were play like, that. yeah, yeah. Can we find that? Yeah, I found. It. Hell yeah. Okay, I'm gonna start up this remix. All right. Tommy, you got to say remix. Now, usually I don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to hold some girls' cat. <laughs> uh, usually I'm going to do this, but I'm going to let you go home. <laughs> go go be with your family. <laughs> it's a very yeah. serious thing, and we're sorry. <laughs> that was all Tommy. <laughs> got a right to do whatever you like to. I see we got that right one. That right one in the club. Always the flyest. Always got a hands to hide. 
bias. She stopped drinking diet coke. She on that coke diet. She bad, she bad her eyelids. That girl is so wired. I know she's so tired, but ooh, she on fire. Hundred dollar bills. Look at you, look at you. Uh, Those who don't know, this song's about women doing cocaine at a nightclub. Yeah, yeah. It's if, a, you, if you haven't gathered, figure out uh, yeah. Kanye's metaphor. She's yeah. off that diet coke. She's on that coke diet. This is how great You'll see like the thing that he does in his verse. I think his verse. Is it next? Yeah. He's him a push it no, or for real. So they got all the lower lyricists out of the way, and they push the key and and uh. She like them higher ups. She know we high rolling. She know it's high stakes. That's why she high speeding out on that highway. She say she high maintenance. She say she high fashion. She say she high. I like the remix featuring Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The DVD director's commentary. SLRC. She said this high score. This was the high line. She got her high pot, bumping her high tones. This higher education. Welcome to high school. A whole verse. Hell yeah. That's awesome. A couple of those words were made up, but who cares? <laughs> There's no such thing as high pots. I think they should make a, a new version where they're all going to rehab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he can say, <laughs> she's off that Coke Zero. She on that Zero Coke. <laughs> there you go. Bars. Tommy <laughs> Mac with the bars. That was awesome. I like that really. That was a lot. good. Uh, co-vocalist and drummer Shay said of the song title on their records label's website, People know what we're talking about. It's an it's yeah. an observation of what we've seen, and it captures that sex, drugs, and rock and roll mentality. Damn, damn. Did Coke ever have a down period? Because I, I like this this song kind of captures. This is when I first graduated college around uh-huh. that time. So this song kind of, and Coke was popular then. Coke was obviously popular in the seventies. Like, did Coke ever have a downtime where people were like, eh, Coke is out? I think it just got quieter. Like, I think uh, I think people just stopped talking. Like, and I feel like the eighties is like the prime Coke decade. Like, where mind. people are openly like, "Yo, yeah, that was doing it was the thing." Yeah, blood, yeah. right. I've in my circles, it has always been bad. <laughs> really, it's always been on like not a thing. <laughs> well, black people like Coke has always been. Um, I mean, even crack. Or whatever, it's always been like taboo. Yeah. But until like in the last maybe five or six years. And that's one thing about like me and Andy Sanford was talking about how like rap music now is finally a time where black people and white people are doing the same drugs. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> black people are doing Adderall and we're doing yeah. uh, Zannies and all uh-huh. this other shit. Like young black people, and young white people, drugs really brought people together, which is why it was illegal for so long. Because they knew culturally it would have people not only partying and kicking it together, but thinking about shit differently together. Ah, interesting. It's hmm. the government, man. Always. Damn. These are just my thoughts. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear more of those thoughts on, first of all, my album coming out. September 28th. <laughs> <laughs> nice I wish plug. that was a drop. Like, September 28th, 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 28th. Yeah, we'll edit first that all, in. First of all, first of all. Let's, uh, speaking of people's thoughts, let's, uh, we're already 15 minutes in. Let's go to Jared right now. Uh, the 
the owner of the beautiful comedy attic, which just turned ten this very week. Um, he has he likes to chime in with some thoughts on the music that we talk about. Our resident snob, surprisingly soft on Jessica Simpson last week. I gotta say, I thought he was rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> that man's a father. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. What's up, y'all? This week we went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending nerd. I know Tom and probably Tommy, too, get irritated when people say, why do you think this band needs to be defended? Like, I like them. Well, most of the time the person that says that is wrong, that the artist or band is universally disliked, but they like them, and so that's why they say it. In this case, I feel like that nerd is probably more respected than the average band or artist that you guys cover on this podcast, but I'm going to take the stance that I think they should be more hated because it is, it's like embarrassing to listen to. Like it's, I, I feel trapped when I'm listening to it in the same way as like the bloodhound gang or cake where I just, it's just so embarrassing to hear the lyrics. And so I think that part of the reason that nerd is not thought that way by like the average person is because Pharrell is respected for other things. Um, I know people like his shoe line with Adidas, but I think more than anything, they let, you know, he's a producer that I think is respected. So, um, I don't know. It's to me, it's fun, I guess. So like that makes it a little bit easier to deal with, but it still embarrasses me to listen to it. Um, I do want to say real quick, uh, thank you to Tom for, uh, leaving a message about the 10th anniversary of the comedy attic. Uh, he's been, you know, one of the most, if not the most successful comedian to ever come out of Bloomington. It was kind of hard to read his heartfelt, uh, you know, real, uh, sort of talk about coming up through Bloomington because I guess I didn't really realize that he, you know, felt like, um, I don't know. It was, I'm glad that I read it. I, I know that, um, I love Tom and, um, I will say, though, that it's funny that, you know, you sort of felt like that it was hard on you at the beginning, but then you posted a photo of within a year of the club being open, your name was on the marquee. So I guess it really couldn't have been that bad. Um, But anyway, I love you guys. I love you, Tom. Uh, Thank you for being such a part of what we've done here. And I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. Oh, that was nice. Was it? So, so was it nice? It's the 10th anniversary of the Comedy Attic where I started comedy. And yeah. I think anywhere you start, it's hard. Like, people don't respect you. So they're like, like yeah. the first time I, I did the Comedy Attic, Jared told us all, no one wants to see you on stage for more than five minutes. Damn. And then I bombed my first couple times up. And then I was like, told, like, there was like an energy of like, you probably shouldn't be here. Damn. And so that's hard, you know? But yeah, Jared's Where, right. Where'd was, you start? Of most places. Uh, I mean, like, what was your first home place that you were just trying to fucking crack through? I mean, I was just doing, like, the mics, but, uh, I mean, I did, like, you know, I would start out, like, Merkel's open mic. Like, I was just at mics every week. Was any, what was the first club to pay you? Um, Are you still waiting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Tom Green. Laugh Factory, I I got up at. Um, Yeah. Lodge was like my first real thing. I think consider that like my home. Gotcha. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I want to. Cl- I just want to clarify that. Yeah, I'm saying like wherever you start comedy, it's hard. Yeah, you know? 
because you got to get good and going up on stage and like having people judge you and like you're not good and you're because you're not good the first year you know i just don't understand how comedy club bookers or owners are always so taken aback like wow you didn't you felt like you couldn't go up any time or you didn't like your beginning state well, of yeah, course yeah, not yeah. y'all made it that way on purpose <laughs> but like, it's also high stress it's like if i fuck up I'm not yeah. welcome here anymore. Any bad set you feel like this is okay, this is gonna define me. You never know Absolutely. what in comedy is gonna define you or stick with you for the longest. First time I did Jokes and Notes, which is a black owned comedy club in Chicago, Lil Rel was the host, it was the open mic on Wednesdays, but it was a paid open mic. We didn't pay the the yeah. the, the crowd paid. Yeah. You paid by going there a lot and not getting put up. Yeah. But I went up. And he liked what I did, but I got roasted by every comedian when I walked outside. Like, I'm feeling like a million bucks. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as I walk outside, you got on my clothes. I got on. They didn't even hear my act. They just knew I went up, <laughs> and they didn't. And these are like eight, ten, twelve year people in the game. This was my first open mic. Wow. And they just fucking. And then Rail came out and actually uh, he defended me. So nice. Shout out to comedian Lil Rail, star of Uncle Drew. Lil Rail. Yeah. Did Uncle you see Drew. Uncle Drew? I haven't seen oh, Uncle Drew. You gotta see Uncle Drew, Youngblood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's streaming. Kyrie says Youngblood about 50,000 times in that yeah. movie. It's very That's funny. That's the only thing written in the script. He ad-libs <laughs> around saying Youngblood. Like, he's still some words in on his blank page. He, uh, that we, me and Tommy went to see it together, and a little kid came, or not a kid, like a probably 13-year-old yep. dude came in with a basketball, like... <laughs> He was gonna get like the players were gonna come out of the screen or something. Like, hey, little man. I mean, I mean, you young hop blood. In? Hey, young blood. <laughs> we should. great, Uncle Drew too. <laughs> but no, I, I do want to say I love you, Jared. Thanks for uh, being a part of the show, and thanks for running to him and Dana Thompson for running a great comedy club. You also the might past be, ten uh, years. To step over your nice thing, uh, you might have noticed that the board's been going way smoother today. That's because I'm in charge. I oh. would argue that it has not been. <laughs> damn, t- damn t- Okay, enough about that. Uh, more me. Um, he did make one salient point about lyrically. The Pharrell isn't the greatest lyricist. Some of his lyrics can be a little like contrite. Not contrite. That's not the word. Trite. Trite. Yeah. yeah. Very like just. Uh, it'll be something beautiful followed by like. My dick in your back like a back pocket or something. something, yeah, something yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Something. <laughs> I love that you're making up words like they did in the song. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, it felt like they put all the, the a lot of the energy into the the chords and the arrangements and the, the, the precision. And they did a live version. And they're like, oh, shit. Somebody got to. We got to have lyrics, too. Uh, the bass had, is crazy in that song. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. I mean, that's just a party it 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 makes you feel like you're at the thing that they're talking yes, about. Yes, it's like a very cokey vibe. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like you see the girls lined up in the bathroom yeah. and you see which ones are like, you know, you're not you don't even have to pee. I could tell uh and you can see the ones who front like they got to pee but they know they just going there to do blow. What's your thoughts on blow? I've I've never done it. Never done. So, it. uh I'm not a I I feel like uh I'm energized by like tequila, so oh, (laughs) okay. I have to go to the bathroom so often that I always feel like people are suspicious. Yeah, just because I like I go to the bathroom like three times in a meal, and everyone's always looking at me funny. Well, it's it's because you come out sweating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) covered in white powder. Yeah, that's Tommy took a break right before the show. (laughs) He said he had to. Why's your face air dusted? uh, I really just woke up. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy's gonna take a piss break during this podcast. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man, let's talk some more. Let's do three more hours on NERD. No, for real, it was really big. It was a big and hat. Also, let's talk about my career. Yeah, <laughs> let's really get into this thing. Second half of the show coming up. What do you think of that big hat for El Moore? <laughs> oh, the Gandalf? That was. What's you it know, the Gandalf? Gandalf. Here's uh, uh, the thing about Pharrell. You know, to hit, what he says is, you know, I don't try to do these things, but he's been imitated so much that you have to find, if you're trying to stand out or be yourself, you have to find weird things just because nobody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people give the cool kids or they give Kanye credit for, like, the black hipster thing, but that's Pharrell. Pharrell was popping his collar and wearing tight shirts in 98. Damn. Damn. He was wearing Van Halen t-shirts 96, 90s early. When he was working with Diddy, he was dressing like that yeah. and wearing tight jeans. I mean, he's been around for forever. Just because these two these two dudes met uh, Pharrell and Chad at the age of 12. Oh, wow. They, met, they were in band together. Which is um, when Tommy met his girlfriend. She's 12 <laughs> and... <laughs> the dirty does. <laughs> You'll never work in Bloomington again. <laughs> you see me in November fourteenth and fifteenth. <laughs> they um, they produced Pharrell produced Rump Shaker, yeah, by uh, Rex and Effects, nineteen ninety two. He was like Damn. seventeen. Should we check that out? Let's yeah. Why not? Yeah. All I want to do is run my zoom 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 and really the boom, boom boom. Just shake it. That's Pharrell. It's one of my favorite uh, Chappelle show moments. Is when uh, the this dude he says, oh, "You think that all I want to do is um boom 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 and you zoom zoom." <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah yep that's the one. Board's going smooth. Yeah. This is this beat. Yeah. yeah. It was a girl in the video in a bikini playing a saxophone. I'm sorry, uh, alto saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> you were paying Oh man, is that an oboe read? <laughs> this beat is so good. That's awesome. Seventeen. Wow. A lot of people, a lot of people talk about like how young Pharrell is and like he never ages. Like for the past <laughs> thirty years, he's just been a successful. He doesn't use drugs. Doesn't use drugs around beautiful women, making a lot of money. That'll make you young. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how can you age when you live in such just this everybody's dream, man? Yeah, and some people age super hard doing that, though. You know what I mean? But like, do they have drugs incorporated? Yeah, really? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're but sponsored I'm saying, by drugs. Incorporated. I'm saying <laughs> drugs, drugs, <laughs> big drugs. Pharrell <laughs> doesn't use drugs. Yeah. So he's able to remember all the good times and like he just he just works, man. He does what he loves. That'll keep that'll keep you looking young in the face. I yeah. Think. Damn. That and that uh, Cetaphil. That's what What's he uses. That? Oh, I use that. Pharrell uses Cetaphil. I you use Cetaphil. What is Cetaphil? That clearly I don't <laughs> use it. I have eye cream that has Cedar Phil in it. You sound like the like off the street sidekick. Hey, what's Cedar Phil? <laughs> I'm going to Cedar Phil. You going to Cedar Phil? Uh, I'm gonna see the Phillies play. <laughs> Cedar Phil is a face wash and lotion, and they do other things. And uh, it really took I off. Think I Ph- use that. Pharrell was was saying that's what he washes his face with. Ooh, yeah. I don't have to use it because Mac don't crack. Oh, <laughs> hold for edit. <laughs> yeah. Delete, Mac delete, delete. Uh, gotta give me something on that. Once you go back, you don't go back. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, guys, oh, this is fun. 
<laughs> Glad we got to cover everything we came to cover. Let's go. What song do you want to hear next? What, what yeah, we'll do, oh, we'll, sooner, we'll do a song and then do Facebook. Sooner Great. or later, but like go to the uh, guitar solo towards the end of the song. Okay, we'll find it. Well, let's listen for like, let's listen to the start for a little bit okay. we'll find that. Sooner or later, it all comes This, is, I love that one. this is a song about the stock market crash. Oh, wait, man. Oh, oh man. Yes. Off my feet. different um, progressions throughout a song and different paces and really big changes but they flow together really nicely yeah, for sure. because they take some extreme changes especially at the end with the guitar but it all works alright let's try and find that so this is this here can you imagine just in front of 50,000 people just Just seeing this live, like I fucking cried, man. It was just, <laughs> this, like, oh yeah, was this a closer? This feels like a closer. Yeah, this was like because he could just. Lo- I mean, he does. They just play this for a while. Yeah, that can tie his pages. Man, it was so crazy. So, and every I don't know if he does it at every show, but at that show, so he just invited all the girls in the crowd. It was outdoors. Or right on Fullerton. Uh-huh. And he just invited, it was probably like 100 girls on stage with him. Damn. He's going nuts. And the guitar is playing, and he's just, it, it was like. I would try and Mrs. Doubtfire that to get on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Oh, even the old ones. Even the old ones. Come on, y'all. <laughs> that would be so crazy to leave the concert to try to go get in costumes. <laughs> so funny. It's the whole fucking thing. Ooh, hello. Where's but then they like fall in love with you. <laughs> yeah, that would they you probably would, if you could yeah if you came to the concert like that and tried to get on stage that would just optically that would just look so beautiful. Mrs. Doubtfire just <laughs> air guitaring <laughs> and jumping around. Yeah, Coke. that's when your like face would start to come off like. Like when the Heimlich maneuver thing. Should have used Cetaphil. I like that Cetaphil you use. That's so funny. Um, all right, let's. We're that, gonna go to Facebook. Yeah, but that that changed. That changed. That song life. fucking rules. Yeah. Uh, I had not heard that before your playlist, and it was 
Dude, that that might be my, yeah, that's so good. So we have a new theme song for our Facebook segment, and nice. I want to find the person who sent it to us real fast to give them the credit. That well, they let me let me play it, due. and then will you look that up while I'm playing it? It's very fast. It's, uh, let's see here. It is. All right. All right. Welcome to Hell Facebook. Yeah. Uh, that was Jay Ryan. Thanks so much for the little jingle. There we was two a, of them. Yeah, there, one's a shorter version of that. Oh, okay. It's okay. just the same thing. Yeah, so that is our new Facebook jingle, at least for the time being. If you guys want to submit... Oh, my God damn it, Tom. Oh, man. You got to give the guy a heads just, up. I did I just lose in uh, Eternal Champions on Sega? <laughs> did I just fall into a pit? And, I uh, love the 80s-ness. It's very cool, it is, yeah. It is very video... Yeah. Kind of Stranger like, Things-y? Yeah. It, it, it's a little bit like uh, when... like. Keanu Reeves has an epiphany in Bill and Ted's Excellent oh, Adventure. Yeah. He's like, wait, what if we brought them all to San Dimas in 1988? He's like, if you want to send in a jingle for maybe for any other part of our show, like the, we went to Jared or something, stand yeah, by nice. your band pod at gmail.com. Or if you have any thoughts, go ahead and send them in there. I'll, I'll take a look at them. What's what's the Twitter for the uh, Twitter is stand by your I think it's just at stand by yeah, your band. Twitter and Insta hit us Insta up. Insta stand by your band pod maybe I can't remember one of them's got pod in it. We should take we should take a picture after this one. That's a good idea. Yeah. Send them send them tweet tweet them all your uh, all your jingles. That's right. All right. Uh, so <laughs> what was that? <laughs> That's right. That's, that uh, should be the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tom's for Elf all set. That's right. <laughs> You knocked my headphones off. You're my That's what got me into Pharrell. Was just that his uh, <laughs> his uh, his part of Beautiful with Snoop is oh, so good. Oh yeah. Uh, we're going to Facebook as always. I like to post on Facebook uh, about the band that we're going to be talking about and see if my friends on Facebook have any thoughts about uh, about the band. Uh, Steven D. Siena, very funny comedian living in New York City, uh, says N.E.R.D. is unironically good. Uh, Gilbert mm-hmm. Lawand, a friend, and, uh, friend and good man of the podcast. Check out Patreon great comedian. for uh, Fish yeah. Episode. Yeah. I've been pronouncing uh, it Lawand. What's that? Is I always it say Lawand also. Maybe it is Lawand. I've been saying Lawand <laughs> for a long time. He's a great man, a great comedian. Uh, he says, great and the best name of any band or musical act ever. I will argue that for the purposes of this podcast, a terrible name, because it's very hard for us to research a band called N.E.R.D. <laughs> yeah. As people who listen to the show a lot know, we do a lot of research for this show. Most of it is searching whatever b- blank band sucks I or always, blank band is gay. I always search yeah. uh, blank band drunk to try and get a funny oh, video good. clip. And I put blank band controversial. So if you uh, if you type in uh, N-E-R-D sucks, let me see what we get here as the first. Wait, while you're looking this up, I was trying to find your playlist earlier and I literally typed in Tom Takar friend into Spotify <laughs> to try and find your profile. <laughs> It's <laughs> so funny. Uh, this is so, the engineer talking, guys. <laughs> so I'm going to click this link. Oh, shit. I'm going to click this link. Uh, this is supposed to be about the band Nerd. It says, uh, Nerd sucks big black cock in mall. <laughs> so apparently people think Nerd sucks in that form. This is uh, the form tweet. Bro. Nerd wearing glasses sucks dick. Uh, <laughs> nerd sucks it. Young Nerd sucks cock. <laughs> the, thing, the, 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 the heaviest issue... 
is like if more people knew <laughs> Pharrell is so successful that that tends to be the reason why people hate things. You know what because I mean? Because people get too successful. Yeah. Sure. So I think like uh, their last album, they almost like purposely, they could make hits if they wanted of course, to. Yeah. They could uh-huh. just make an album full of pop greatness if they wanted to. But that's yeah. what makes them so dope. They're just like, you got Pharrell, you got you got uh, Chad. These are they, at one point, like in two thousand two. Forty percent of the music on the radio was produced by the Neptunes. That's yeah. crazy. That's, That's insane. insane. Yeah. That's insane. So they have the ability to do that, but yeah. what makes them so great and why more people should know them and acknowledge them in the top five is that they don't take that route. They just make this beautiful and experimental and like, come on, man, nobody nobody no black artists were wearing he was wearing trucker hats before Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, I remember him in the track. Ashley Kutcher yeah. took the Von Dutch shit and ran with it. Damn. Pharrell um, was wearing that shit in the late 90s. Before. I, I want to point out really quickly, that's how I feel about our show. Like, we could be making <laughs> we could, a good podcast. Oh, podcast. oh, oh. But we choose, we choose to do this. Obviously. We wake up 10 minutes before the show. <laughs> yeah. No, we're... You up is trying to cling to stand by your exactly. band, exactly. Not the other exactly. way around. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. What? No. And the thing is, like, yeah, we could have Joe Rogan over. Do you think Elon Musk didn't want to come here? He he could. <laughs> he got a spot in Bushwick. He just he don't know how to. It's tough getting booked on shit in New York. It's tough. And Elon Musk was just like, man, maybe I'll wait. I'll get better. <laughs> Everyone in my uh, in my job was talking about the Elon Musk Joe Rogan interview like effusively, and I just told my tongue completely. My my boss always said that Joe Rogan is a smart motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, like oh, yeah, yeah, what do you up. say to that yeah. when that person is in charge? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had that moment, and I'm in a new job. That moment in a new job where they start making fun of Trump, and I'm like, oh, thank God, because <laughs> oh, okay. like I didn't yeah. know. I was like, yeah. sure, because sometimes. They start the conversation and they'll be like, "Yeah, this is bullshit," and you're like, "Oh, which, which way are they way is go? it bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> which way is the bullshit falling, yeah. sir?" Uh, I love those moments where you can just open up as much as great. you want yeah. to. Yeah, y'all need Will Smith on the podcast. Oh, we did a Will Smith podcast. You mean as oh, you a mean guest? As a guest? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's should. trying to do stand up. You see that? Or he he's did so full up. of shit. Yeah. He's talking about <laughs> this is his first time. No, you you tried stand up before. Uh, fuck, who was talking? Oh. So Chappelle uh, put him up is what happened to Chappelle, open. Yeah. Because what does Chappelle care? Yeah. You know right. what I mean? It's like it's whatever like Will Mayer, Smith wants to do, that was a bad move. We talk about him too much on yeah, the we show got- probably. <laughs> I actually do like John Mayer. All right. Musically. <laughs> now, see, now I can, I'm glad you brought I'm up not going to be open about it. Not, he's a good musician. Right, we we talked player. about yeah. this. How we find it, fr- I think we both agree that it's frustrating that people will be like, actually, because he makes these like kind of bubbly pop hits or whatever. Mm-hmm. But people will be like, actually, though, he's a legit incredible guitarist. It's like that is worse. It's because worse that he could be better. Exactly, and he's like, yeah, Tommy said it before, but it's like. It's like he's condescending yeah, to us by being like, yeah. "Oh, I'll just give you this, you plebeians, this bullshit." This, yeah, this fast food. Exactly. Of, yeah. Uh, but th- and th- that's the thing; they're right. He has the respect of like Bo Diddley, and uh, I don't um, give Bo Diddley squat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my no. god! I set you up for that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Man, John Mayer don't know Bo Diddley about that. <laughs> he don't know Bo about he don't know, he don't know, he don't know, he don't know Diddley squat about no guitar. 
<laughs> but now he has the respect of Gary Clark Jr. Everybody that you love in that genre, Delta Blues. Gary Clark John, Jr. is great. Gary Clark Jr. is the fucking man. Yeah. Uh, he has that respect, but yeah, then he goes and says, We got this afternoon. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I fucked with let's, it. Uh, well, there's some more Facebook stuff I just want to get to, so I make sure I don't. So, where did Will Smith do stand up before while you're looking that up? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go In on. LA, Kid, Kid from uh, Kid and Play was talking about how, because um, there's an episode of Fresh Prince where Will Smith does stand up, ah. and uh, they said he, was, he went out, you know, because you're going to try it. Of course. You're yeah, not yeah, just yeah. going to film. Whatever, especially when it's so easy when you're like a celebrity, yeah. so you can just drop into LA, like the best rooms. Yeah, LA yeah. in the '90s, when any if you there was no problematic nothing as long as you're famous. So he went up and he bombed a bunch. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't bomb in front of Chappelle though, because I mean, who doesn't like Will Smith? Right, right. Yeah. He's probably the most likable man. Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Even her, I think she still probably likes him. I don't know. Yeah, she was on Howard Stern talking about their love. And yeah. Shit. I'm like, come on, man. I don't um, trust nobody who gets along with everybody. <laughs> so I hate Tommy Mac. What the hell? <laughs> the truth comes the truth. out. Finally. Yeah. Man, finally, we got a good podcast. <laughs> you and Trump. One, it only one took eight. us a year Wait and a, a half. <laughs> I can't stand some Tommy. <laughs> Wait, I'm one? He's one eight. He don't know. Di- yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, oh, man. I can't give him the top spot. Um, let's talk. Uh, Shalewa Sharp, former guest yes, of the show, the great best. comedian. Uh, check her out on. Uh, she's on Fallon, right? Like, is uh, she did With, something? Uh, Chadwick Boseman, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So Shalewa Sharp writes. Fun fact: I was so impatient waiting for their first album that I bought the UK import version that they recorded mostly with keyboards. Then the US version came out, re-recorded with a band, and I bought that too. Ha ha ha, dork. Also, Chad Hugo is super super important and slept on. Okay, backing away from the laptop now. And then uh, Sean Wilkinson, great comic in New yeah. York City, Lives writes. He just he moved. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I did not realize that. Well, terrible comedian in Boston, great comedian in New York. (laughs) Um, uh, Worst thing I can say about them is I think there are some skippable tracks on second and third album. The first is nearly flawless. I haven't heard the fourth one. And Shalewa writes, I love them, and yet I never listen to the second or fourth albums. Ha-ha. Sean says, "Backseat, uh, backseat love is my jam. Uh, John Marjalewski writes, what an odd choice for your podcast one moment ago. And John, come on. Come yeah. on, Marge. What what is that adding to this? What are you adding here? Yeah, they just they're they're the best. Not the best, but they're they they should be in that conversation. But the star power of Pharrell just takes away from how awesome they are. Yeah, it's like if Kurt Cobain was a great movie director, we wouldn't be talking <laughs> about or still alive. We wouldn't oh, be talking about we wouldn't be talking about Nirvana as the band because it's like oh they're they're great, but man, have you seen his new? Movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Pharrell's just such a star that. Uh, what do you think of Happy? That's a great question. Here's oh, a- I have a short story about it, real fast. Oh, go ahead. I opened for. It's uh, like an actual short story. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on, I have a it's New just, Yorker here in front. Just, <laughs> just gonna post it. Hold on, I have a short story. Follow me on Twitter. Fall had begun. Yeah. <laughs> it was a brisk night. <laughs> it's always so brisk. The sea Fall is so brisk. <laughs> Seinfeld reference for those who get it. Uh, I just read cat person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I opened for uh, Paul. Um, oh, shit. What's his name? The comedian. He's, he's like Reiser? a anchor. Yeah, Paul Reiser. Oh. I opened for Paul Reiser in Cleveland Paul about a musician. four and a half years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, the one song that he wanted to be brought up with every night was Happy. He said it gets the people going. 
It's happy, provocative. Happy, yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's a yeah, whatever he said. Yeah, uh, very short story. But I was surprised that he was like, "This is does. the song for me." I taught I taught uh, some third graders for a couple months, and it was this was when happy. And it was just the one thing that can get everybody paying attention b- back yeah. to paying attention. Crazy inside story: Happy was supposed to be for CeeLo. Oh, that makes it more sense. Like yeah, clapping, yeah, yeah. That is a very C- anything with clapping in it is a yeah. That does so, sound like a CeeLo song. It is a CeeLo song. But yeah. CeeLo got in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Drug stuff and, uh, about, drinks. and he said he's like homophobic or something. Right? He's like homophobic and rape isn't really a thing. Something's that's true. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that, that's no, no. not true. That, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. No, no. I'm agreeing with you, Clark. I'm gonna isolate that. I'm agreeing with the thing you said first. <laughs> that's gonna be the clip we play. <laughs> rape isn't a thing. Yeah. <laughs> he did drug so, women's drinks too. He was what? What? Celo yeah. drugged women's drinks. Oh, okay. He did, yeah. he did do that. Yeah, because there was a, there was a big talk about that, and he was just like, "It's not a big." Deal, I do it all the time or something. Oh my fact. god! And then you got pulled off the the smash hit, which so Pharrell's also very lucky. You know what I mean? Like he, he just lucky, he's like fuck it, I'll clap along if CeeLo <laughs> fucked up his damn career. But something in, in your, your drink, drink. <laughs> yeah. Now he's happy. Oh my god! <laughs> so that so that's a little. I mean, it's 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 an incredible. I love the movie. The, yeah, you just. What movie is it from again? Uh, Despicable. Wasn't Despicable? Oh, I yeah, think yeah, Despicable yeah. Me I never saw it. Too. I, I refused to see it because someone said I looked like Gru once. So. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. I know. Thank you. And I heard you're going to get Despicable Me Too soon. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Um, <laughs> let's listen to some more music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's go, let's go uh, to something from the first album. Ooh, We're going to play Am I High. The live The music is so fun. That you really don't pay attention to the words at all. Yeah. To the point where it's like maybe they could be saying corny yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. And I just don't even know. <laughs> yeah. They could be just ad living and shit. Um, Somebody speculates: Is that Lenny Kravitz singing some of the chorus? It kind of sounds like him. I'm gonna guess no. That that's Pharrell. Yeah. <laughs> the singer. Khalees did a lot of background vocals. Oh. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I awake. That was funny, <laughs> and I don't even watch that show. That's how uh, good that joke was. That was uh, a very good joke. Uh, someone named Knox writes, I think he's talking about some fine-ass girl that dudes used, and he's there all along, and he will treat her right. Or some other BS Pharrell is always talking about, LOL. 
wait a minute. <laughs> People just fall off the rail. Uh, <laughs> I think, like, they make a salient point and then just, like, or whatever fucking fuck tart shit. <laughs> that fucking bitch, for real. Bro, <laughs> owe me money. Thanks, guys. Love the podcast. <laughs> This is great. Uh, yeah. Play both sides of the field. What does that mean? Um, that's a that's a line that uh, malicious uses. I know. Plays. I'm saying. What does that mean? Oh yeah, play both sides of the field. See, I know Kane. I don't. Oh, oh, is he saying he's gay or bi? I mean, he's saying. I think he's because he was he talk they talk about cocaine the clips talk about cocaine ninety eight percent of the time oh yeah so I think he's saying that he sold and used oh I see like not only do I sell this shit I also get high you know not only am I the president or whatever <laughs> I'm also a member push a T push a ton push a ton of that shit that make Ooh, your nose run yuck damn yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are, trap door supposed to be awkward. Y'all are the, y'all are the clips of podcasting. I want to give I want to <laughs> yeah, I want to give y'all that. I, I don't want to be that. that. <laughs> we from Virginia. We shit to do but cook. Oh, Virginia's <laughs> for, for for lovers, man. Damn. So I've heard. Have y'all performed there? You performed in Virginia? Virginia? I actually don't know. I've performed in West Virginia. Ooh, but not Virginia. I don't think. Home of Randy Moss. I did uh, a show in where they where they killed that poor girl. Oh, uh, uh, Westchester, no, no, West uh, Charlottesville, Charlottesville. Oh my God, that Damn. was that was that was great. I went. When to, was that? This was December. So it was after all that. Wow. It was after they had the. I took the pictures where like the memorial. It's so crazy. I keep ending up in places where something happened. Like I, I did a show there, and I had a show in Oakland after that girl got killed on oh, the train. Wow. Damn, I was just in Texas. You're starting after, to look very suspicious yeah. right now. <laughs> like, damn, man, what happened? Oh, <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> Same week as the Dallas thing, I was just in Texas doing the show. It's it's something. I'm from Chicago, so like I'm just familiar. The Greyhound Killer, yeah, <laughs> the Megabus Maniac <laughs> strikes again. Oh boy, I uh, may use that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should listen to these last few songs here. Yeah, so let's go to the second album, in. which is Fly or Die, and you have three songs from this. So is this your favorite? <laughs> Would you this say you like this album better than In Search Of? Or? I love Seeing Sounds the most. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because Seeing Sounds is so organic. From, you can listen to it from start to finish without skipping anything. As it's thematic. In Search Of is just a great bunch of songs. Um, uh, uh, Fly or Die just had a lot of dance. Like, if uh, just a, you had a party, put this shit on. And I bet everybody at least started two-stepping. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like they just know how to. Same thing with um, with uh, with actually, with everyone knows. It's just like like Pharrell. Most of his, I feel like he just thinks about women a hundred percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just he just makes things women either want to think to, fuck to, or dance to, or get high to. I put on shit like this around a girl. She's like, "Oh, what's this?" I love that music. I mean, as an Axcore DJ, I love when somebody says, "Oh, what's this?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, some shit they never heard before. So Pharrell plays the drums on this record, and the drumming is incredible. He's just such a talented guy. He can just go into the studio and solo and just bang out, yeah. get a bunch of tracks and just play. Them. Let's go to the next one, which is that was the way she dances. Song, actually, quick. Oh yeah. Uh, 
Precipitate writes, definitely not great lyrics, but I love this song. Uh, wrong lyrics. Oh, they wrote the lyrics. Oh, so see. people are listening live? No, no, no. This is like I'm looking up stuff that oh, people have said about oh, this song okay. before. No. I'm going to look up the lyrics. Oh, yeah. He has one line. Oh, that, this is a perfect example. This is a perfect example. Oh, no. He goes, uh, I am in an aquarium. Big tits or fat ass in turquoise skin. Oh like, what the fuck does that mean? I like this Man. lyric. Uh, I hope your toes are painted because you go and dance in your undies all over the house. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, yeah, no. Here's the official lyric. I, I am in your aquarium. Are you a mermaid or something? <laughs> or something. Or something. Is it possible to marry one? Big tits, fat ass, and turquoise skin. That is the worst lyric in the Which world. Which so, is this? Maybe That's from the way this she dances. Is, oh, oh, the way nice. she dances. Big tits, fat ass, and turquoise skin. Wow. Are you a mermaid or something? Is it legal? He's asking if it's legal to marry a mermaid. <laughs> that should be uh, the, the on the soundtrack for uh, Shape of what, Water. Shape of Water. Oh. Shape of Water too. Pharrell. <laughs> Just Pharrell fucking a mermaid. Shape of Water. Me too. That was a little play on your joke. <laughs> All right. Maybe we should move on. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe time to up here. on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. God, the guitar is off. I think Chad plays the guitar. I think there's a good guitar solo on here, too. But it broke. I mean, it hatched on the ground. That's a horrible lyric, too. time flew right by me. And voila. I know you thought your life was going to be easy. When you did call, you found a true Yeah. Like this live in that like a shell stage, like everybody was just just going nuts, man. Lupe has a great remix to this too. What happened to Lupe? Yeah. He lost his mind, man. Really? What happened? So I used to love Lupe. He's still a great lyricist. Lyricist, it's just you know you like it's cool when you're young and crazy. He's uh-huh. always crazy, but when you get a little older, and crazy, people just expect you to be a little more sensible. Yeah, and he just never, yeah, made sense for sure. Damn, he's the same Lupe. He's just he's older now, so it's weird. Uh-huh. It's like Randy Quaid or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I used to listen to Superstar every time I would go on stage. Superstar from Bye. Lupe. Oh yeah, I know if what you, you say are, what you say you are. So That's a great good. story in the song. I know it's so good. It's, right. it's could, like comedy. He could write uh, his first uh, two albums thing. are incredible. Lyrically, yeah. lyrically, just just great. He's a great writer. You know what's crazy? I'm reading about this album about Fly or Die. Is Chad Hugo learned to play guitar to play live what? on this album? He he literally says, uh, "I just started playing guitar last year, so I'm learning as we go." Damn. And all the guitar parts are so good. That's that crazy. Like, annoying. <laughs> like, That's really yeah. funny. Wow. You two uh, couldn't play instruments when they started. Did y'all know that? Is I that right? That, that was the first concert I ever went to. Damn. You two? You two at UC. Oh. <laughs> you two more like me too. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> How many me too references? That's, let's, we're let's going for the record. The last one. We're <laughs> going for the record. Let's make that's close. Uh, <laughs> what, what year was that? Like maybe 2002. It was like the Vertigo tour. Oh. was Did he do Bloody Sunday? Oh yeah, that's I mean, my favorite. They did it all. That's the drum, the drums in Bloody Sunday, because I, I used to play drums a lot, and that opening drum part is so hard. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's a weird time signature. Somebody, somebody's oh. claiming. 
Once again, uh, this is a different website that I'm on. Someone writes that it's Lenny Kravitz on the guitar. Man, it, people it, love Lenny Kravitz. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. They love references to Lenny Kravitz for sure. So did a girl kind of screw him over by not calling, and she thought it wasn't anything? She wouldn't regret it, but she does. Oh, it is Lenny Kravitz. Obviously. Oh, nice. Okay, good. I was like, that was more than one. Maybe. Oh, okay. And it's uh, those drums are Questlove. Oh, shit. Wow. Just star-studded. You ever meet Questlove? I have a few times. That's awesome. He was, um, this is a comic podcast. I can talk about this. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. my first TV thing with the defunct uh, CISO. I was also on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we <laughs> oh, all yeah. had specials on CISO. <laughs> uh, they gave me check spots on CISO, which I thought was <laughs> fucked up. Uh, you, you, you performed during the commercial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's so fucking funny. <laughs> quick, quick short story. So there was a show, uh, Night Train with Wags Act, that I was trying to get on for like a year. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, I kept, you know, uh, it, hot shows, Wyatt, and a lot of people trying to do it. And she didn't know who it was. This is when we first got here. So I was emailing and going by the show and enjoying the show. Not just going and showing Yeah, yeah, face. it's a great show. It was, it a, great was show. a great show. I enjoyed the comedy, and I wanted to know. I wanted to write and see if my jokes would work on there. So I'm going, um, not hearing anything back. She knows who I am. She's very nice. And then one time, she was like, well, we have a comic running late, so you may be able to go up. And uh, the comic ended up uh, showing up super late, so I got to go up. I did like seven minutes. And White was there. He was going a lot, but he was actually there that night. I go up. White is impressed. He likes it. And then, like a month later, they she hits me back again. Like, can you come back and do the show? I'm like, oh shit! Like, did she just forget that I just did? You the just show? did it. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go back and do it. This was like August, the first time. Then September, I do it again. In the audience, it's Questlove. Wow. Wow. He's the one lighting people. What? He's <laughs> the one lighting like, people so in funny. the back, right? Oh my God. That's the, this is how cool Brooklyn can be. <laughs> this, is how, this is how cool Brooklyn And I keep hearing this laugh at this, this oh, oh, like very Santa Claus is <laughs> fucking bellow yeah. in the back of the room. It was almost distracting, but I was so locked in trying to impress. That's funny because you can see people on Fallon sometimes notice that laugh. Yeah. You know? yeah it's, just, it's the exact same laugh. Somebody... Uh, Mike Vecchione point he does a joke and he gets a laugh and he goes thank you Roots yeah yeah <laughs> He's, he has this big huge laugh he was in the back of the room and you know I'm like I'm trying to impress where I'm like thanks for having me back I'm very very thankful for it and he enjoyed it took a picture with him um, him Wyatt and Questlove at the end of the show I'm like well this is about as good as it gets yeah man yeah yeah come to find out it was an audition for the show oh, that was nice. going on CISO. Yeah. Like at that point, they had like that whole month, they just had a string of different people. They, they yeah. didn't tell us that it was an audition. Ah, cool. They just wanted to see how you did. That's why Quest Love was there because him and Wyatt are close friends. And you wow. know, he was like a, a consultant for the yeah. thing. So that's why that was happening. And uh, I ended up getting booked to uh, to tape that December. That's awesome. That's amazing. Man, that's insane. What a story. Yeah. Holy so always moly. go out and try, motherfuckers. Yeah, show up to shows. Show up to work. Yeah. The great Woody Allen, Tom's hero, said what 90% the of the success is hey. showing up. <laughs> Soon Yi said he's innocent. <laughs> did you read that? I did. Listen to her. Very intense. Well, well, do you, do you listen? <laughs> well, you know what? Let's not. Let's not. Speaking of going off the rails, let's not. 
If anyone wants to come on the podcast and defend his clarinet playing, that's fine. Oh, we will God. not talk about anything else. Nope, that's the only thing. I'm <laughs> going an hour just talking about Woody Allen's clarinet. <laughs> you deserve the bump. I heard it's like 200 bucks to go see him play. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, if you're friends go. with him, you're getting free. <laughs> so I've been going every week. <laughs> if you're very close friends with him. <laughs> you can keep a secret. You can come see Woody Damn. Allen. <laughs> All, All right. right. Do we have one more song. Last song she wants to move. Before yeah. that, did y'all uh, did have y'all ever seen Woody? I mean, Steve Wood, Steve Al, Steve Martin what? play banjo. I have not. I, have yes, you? I went to his uh, the musical that he wrote uh, with my mom, right. and he it was the last show of it, so he came out and played banjo in the intermission. Oh, shit. It was incredible. It was like one That's of my amazing. favorite New York things that it wasn't announced, like it wasn't supposed to have. It was really cool. Carnegie yeah. Hall. No, it was at one of the Broadway theaters. Oh, uh, I forget nice. which one, but yeah. Man. Uh, Really That's cool. like when I went to see Louie, and in the intermission, <laughs> he jerked off for all of us. He played, he did his art. Lenny Kravis was playing guitar, by the way. <laughs> while, while he was jerking off. While Louie jerked off. I can't confirm that Both times. All right, let's hear this last song. American gotta... woman, <laughs> don't come forward. <laughs> Get away. All right, she wants to move. She definitely wants to move away from Louie. <laughs> She wants to move 500 yards away from <laughs> or whatever the legal distance is. Yeah, or just like girls dancing. I think I like girls dancing. That's why I love dude. Like you were saying, the bass. Oh, I remember this video. Yeah. It's like the red lighting. I want to ride. What's the? Oh, God. <laughs> like, oh, man. Beat it. That was a great remix to this, too, with Most Def and uh, yeah, it was just De La Soul. Featured in the movie Hitch, the remix. Oh, damn. Speaking of Will Smith. I used to love yeah. Hitch. Seven Degrees. You little Hitch. What the hell? Her ass is a spaceship I want to ride. It's such a funny line. So yeah, like, you know, I don't know. Riding like a spaceship this like, weird. There's like, yeah, yeah, you don't ride. Can I you ride get like abducted or something. Like, Excuse me, Mr. Alien. <laughs> and they usually like probe you, so there's like a lot of weird stuff going on here. In Soviet spaceship. I, lo- I love basic. Alien probe you. Bro, probe you. I love that he has like basic ass lyrics and then he'll follow it up with an explanation. He's like, her ass is a spaceship I want to ride. She's sexy. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you meant. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Thank it could have meant anything. <laughs> yeah. That could have been a metaphor. But no, it really is a spaceship. You're hogging her. <laughs> That's again, the guitar. Yeah, I was just thinking that. It's real good. I don't know many songs that combine, or many artists that combine acoustic and electric guitar like they do. Like uh-huh. They produce Justin Timberlake's whole first album. Ah, yeah, and that makes a lot. They of sense. used a lot of the. They just they just use like three different guitars on one song, wow. bass, acoustic, and electric. Is is kind of uh, innovative. She wants to move. Um, the dog in the video clip represents <laughs> guys that don't give their girlfriends enough respect, or something like that. To me, this song is about guys that don't let their girlfriends have freedom to do what they like. 
And that's what we all about. It's we want funny. women to have Give, freedom. Giving these broads freedom. They're so spaceships. They this is true of... Uh, <laughs> She's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> of most music, but it's very funny to just read the lyrics uh, without any music. It's like, somebody get some water in here because it's hot. It's hot. Hot, y'all. Hey, huh. It's I like it when you wet, baby. Here, so <laughs> please bring me some water. <laughs> it is getting too hot. She's thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most Indian you've ever said. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> What are you talking about? The first time I went on stage after I changed my name at the at at a bike and Brooklyn, I was like, Hello (laughs) I was there at Pine Box. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Did you did you do the same material but in the voice now? (laughs) No, no, I just like I was like I don't know what I I think I just I think said you, that for you I, did I it right away. You just really yeah, yeah. yeah. you should have did like it was very funny. A Indian accent talking about being having the same name as a pro football player. <laughs> 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 so weird. I have the same name as pro cricket cricket player. Uh, all right, that's the playlist. See. That's that's it. the playlist. Uh, Tommy, what are your thoughts on this playlist? Uh, it was great, man. I, I think uh, this is a rare thing with this podcast where. Usually, I'm kind of excited to not have to listen to the music anymore, but doing this band just made me want to listen to NERD a lot, where I was yeah. like, oh man, I need to get more into them, because I didn't really know enough about them, yeah. and I think I think Pharrell's really corny, just as like uh-huh. uh, as a celebrity, Yeah, but sure. musically, I mean, he's incredible, he's, very he's talented, so talented, for sure. and yeah, the arrangements, like, the instrumentation's crazy, I just, it's all great, man, I uh, I to give him a 5.5. Wow, 5.5, This is the best that band we've talked about in a while. Mark. We should have noted, uh, because like we said, a lot of people were like, you shouldn't even be talking about this because they're very successful. Pitchfork is kind of tough on them, but the fact that they're even a Pitchfork, like the Pitchfork yeah. even talks about them is rare for this podcast. Um, I think I'm going to go slightly lower, only because I'm a big... It's leader. out of six, by the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was just, I didn't know what was <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, out of six, because it's six songs. Uh, I, oh, I think I'm going to go... I think we go five only because lyrically I think that it's a little dumb. Did you not hear the mermaid part? (laughs) Did you you hear that her ass is is a spaceship, not like a spaceship? It's sexy. (laughs) (laughs) But I do like the music. It is. It's fun to listen to. It's uh, it's easy listening for me. Like it's uh, (laughs) big tits, fat ass, turquoise skin. Turquoise skin. Can I marry her? Is that legal? <laughs> uh, it sounds like she has the elephant man disease or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she needs to see a doctor. Fucking elephant uh, Clark, what do you give this out of six? I give this playlist a seven. Nice. Damn. Okay, good. Um, just because I feel like this is gonna like 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 Tommy says, it's gonna make people want to listen to more. This was just like me trying to give you a full range. Of what they can do. Yeah, I like, totally. I like even the my, strategy. This isn't even my favorite. I love all these songs. These aren't even my f- the ones I listen to necessarily yeah. all the time. But like, like to put you. These are songs that put you in a certain mindset. Yeah. So like, only because there's more to give. I get. That's why I give it over a six. All right. I like that. So if you start listening to more NERD after this, tweet at us. Tweet at Clark. Tweet at tweet at me. Tweet at Stand by Your Band. Tweet at Tommy. Hell yeah. Tweet at Pharrell. Tweet it for real. Tell them what's going on over here. Thanks so much for doing the pod, Clark. Thanks we for having me. This is super a fun. Time. Yo, plug your album, man. Yeah. The album, 928, is available. Uh, you can pre-order it now on Amazon. It's called First of All, and uh, the artwork is the best artwork it's you've ever seen. It's really sick. On the album. I did it myself. 
Um, and it really like once you once you hear the jokes, you'll get. I think the album cover even more. Hell yeah, man! It's um, very. Cool. I'm excited to listen. Yeah, follow um, me at the Clark Jones on all the. You can see media. every follow Sunday at Knitting Factory. Every That's Sunday right. at Knitting Factory. Um, we're actually doing the, uh, the oh, album doing release. Party. Yeah, yeah. The album release is this Friday, the day of, uh, at eight o'clock at the, in the front room at the Knitting Factory. It's going to be. Uh, think of when Kanye did uh, "Runaway" at the MTV. Oh Award. yeah, nice. for sure. Think, think, think that. That's what we do. You're gonna do with. a 19 minute joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. You're gonna have a, a piano that's playing like three oh, notes. There's gonna be a movie about it. It's gonna be <laughs> playing while while I perform jokes. Um, uh, yeah, we're gonna play tracks on the album too. It's gonna be sick. Hell yeah! I will be at Just for Laughs in Toronto. Nice. This so this comes out Wednesday. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I think it's the comedy bar and then the garrison every night. Uh, please come out. Um, get You're headlining. I am headlining, so I'm doing I'm doing long sets. My buddy Mike Carraza, who uh, Hell yeah. made the theme song for the He's podcast, is going to be on a couple of those shows. Awesome. Uh, Sophie Buttle. It's going to be a great time. Todd Glass is going to be around. You can yell Uh-oh. at him. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be plugging my merch on his shows, he said, so that'll be fun. In a very chill manner. <laughs> So get over there, uh, Tommy. Check out TommyMagnamera.com. Yeah. Uh, On Friday, come see me at Seeker Loft. It's a great show. Oh, yeah. That is a great time. Um, hey, rate and review the podcast if you're having a good time, and check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash standbyyourband. Thanks, guys. Uh, keep it crispy.